Hey, hey, you're just in time for the thrilling climax of Wealth Beyond Measure. Damn tap's broken right now, but I'll bring you out something soon. Go grab a seat, music's starting. as I begin the final climactic chapter of Wealth Beyond Measure. As we last left our adventuring party, Balin's secrets have finally caught up to him. As our adventurers found the lost treasure trove, so too did they find Balin's abandoned partner. Thinking quickly, Connie put him down with a sleep spell. But surely, that isn't the last obstacle our adventurers will have to overcome before our story ends. Let's take a closer look, shall we? Let the adventure begin. Connie pipes up and says, uh, uh, he's, he's asleep, we're safe now. Let's, can we just maybe talk about what's going on? Balin? Yeah. Balin's like, he's a, he's got a... F- freaking shadow spirit in him i do what is there to talk about i have no idea well he brought up some pretty interesting arguments about about you personally and i don't know if i can trust you to be honest you knew he was like anything has changed as far as balen balen still got us here and we have the treasure docs is the only one talking sense i know our blood's up that was a fight we're good let's just Balin, you knew he was here. He said you you were here before. You left him here. I you weren't going to tell us that anyone was here. There was perhaps an issue, a friend even. I and he sees he, the betrayal he was, that he's talking about. Yeah, he thought said he was that gone. You stabbed he was multiple people in the back. Why? You said that uh, the tornado flew you away. Why did you think he was gone? The best information I had at the time, Franco, I, I was taking out. You haven't out, I been he, here since you left. What information? Educated guess. That's not information. The educated guess would have been that he is still here and you did not tell us. You're right. You're right. I fucked up. It was a miscalculation, Franco. Surely you've had one of those before. I thought not get here. The problem would have swept itself under the rug, like all of the problems in my life. Like I want them to be okay. I was and wrong. And so you're hoping that we get swept under the rug here too. I don't hope that. No, 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 no. You, I don't you, hope you, that. You, you, you used us to get here is what I think. And yes. I think that you, if we were to let this play out, Kriliak was out of the way. You would then turn on us if given the opportunity. That's what I think. Connie, I don't think he's given you once any indication about turning on us. He has accomplished everything that he wants to do. We're all using each other to get here anyway. So what's the difference between him (sighs) and me? Thank God Docs is here. In my experience, uh, sometimes these treasure hunting parties start turning on themselves. Uh, but to be quite honest, uh, we're only friends by virtue of our shared interest in this treasure. So, I mean, I don't trust Balin any more than I trust any of you. And currently, Balin got us here. So I say he also got us in this fight. That well, we that won. Won. We did win. Yes, we were in many fights before this, too. And Connie, you got us into a fight with some cultists. Uh, the. That, that, that is true. Yes. That's remember not how that I, played out. Remember how I said, let's not do that. <laughs> and I went and then against you my better judgment. To the cultists, the ones I had said, we should not fight these guys. Yes, but you wouldn't have your, your tower had we not. Right? We can just continue to, to push blame wherever we want. But yes. at the end of the day, this guy needs to be dealt with because he is going to murder. Let's us. find a Tie way him to restrain up. him. Yes. Let's uh, tie I'm, him up. 
I'm cool with non-capital. Let's let's tie them up. It, Nomad rules. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know uh, this one well. I've been tied up and left in a desert several times. Yes. So so uh, a follow-up I'll, I'll, question. I'll tie him up real quick. Okay. So we can resolve that quickly. Yeah. That's handled. He's still asleep. Um, and then uh, I'm going to open the tower and I'm going to start throwing treasure inside of it again. Does anyone know if like this magical shadowy thing can even be tied up though? Well, it's it's the best option we have right now, other than you know some form of we just killed him. Well, uh, we could do that. There's there's no that is an idea. I do like the no loose ends route, but I get I okay. I get my voice. Doesn't count so much right now. The song that I'm going to write, I'll just, I should have warned you guys before I joined the team, but I'm a mandatory reporter. So if you do something <laughs> like murder somebody that doesn't need to be murdered, that's going in the song. He was going to murder us. How is that? No reason not to he murder was, him. He was standing up to Balin because of a wrong that Balin had done to we him. We are running out of time. We need to kill him. Um, I am still throwing treasure into the tower while they're arguing. Um, I have a dagger out of the pot. And, and Balin then try to kill him. Oh, okay. Um, excellent. Roll for a killing blow and roll a disadvantage if anybody wants to stop you. It's uh, his choice. I'm going to I'm going to try to hold him back. I'm not gonna fight him. That would be stupid. <laughs> roll a disadvantage. Mandatory reporter. <laughs> Dumbest thing I've heard in D. <laughs> this, this little half holds me back pretty well. And I got a seven. <laughs> yeah. And 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 Connie holds you back just long enough for Balin to produce from a hoard of treasure. And he goes, how about a less deadly option? And he holds up a bag of holding. <laughs> yeah. Could we put him inside yes. a bag of holding? Why not? <laughs> for, for only for a short time. Names? He, he would as good as death. I mean, he, he, he would suffocate. But if we put the tower in the bag of holding. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I've messed with these before. These That's some inception. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're Why right. We... I guess he would die. Well, Could... does does the tower have oxygen? <laughs> you can't. Unfortunately, you can't fold somebody up in it. Oh, okay. Things so things. Okay, so well, I mean, I don't know. Is this year's more like uh, we'll just tie him up and. And, and leave them. That's kind of my vote. Nomad laws, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Nomad laws. Yeah. Uh, qu- quick, quick question, Balin. Uh, while we're not fighting each other, yes. there's a lot of talk about not being able to leave this place. Yes. Is, is that something that we should be concerned about? Do we need to try the lift to make sure it goes up? I'm still throwing treasure in the What tower. do you mean not leave this place? You can definitely... The, the elevator works both ways. Kreliak seemed to, to suggest that he wasn't able to leave. And you were only able to leave because either you died or a chaos storm swept you away. There is virtually unlimited food and water upstairs. If a man was willing enough, you could walk right out the way that we came in. Am I willing to do it? No. Does Kreliak look tougher than me? Okay. Yeah. He's got like a solid two and a half feet of height on me, but he's also the biggest whiner I've ever worked with, as you could just saw. So... Mm. I've been through the expanse. He hasn't. Um, while they're talking, I want to look at the discarded skin of this dragonborn and take note of any of the trinkets or stuff that he found useful to pick up. Oh, yeah. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking something. Because uh, that guy, the last shadow person we fought came out of a helmet, right? Yeah. Did we notice that there was any particular item that this shadow started to emerge from before he fell asleep? That's a great question. It's impossible to say. He's got so many that were on him. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't answer that with any okay. degree of certainty. Look, because there is simply no easy way to do this. I'm just going to have you write these down, and you can Google them. Okay. <laughs> One of them is uh, an amulet of health. You wear it around your neck, increases your constitution score to 19. Another thing that he had fastened on his bandolier, curious looking arrow called an arrow of slang. Oh, uh, another thing that he had uh, kind of tied around like his pauldron 
circlet of blasting. And then one last thing, it seemed to be dangling on his belt area, a chime of opening. And I only give you just a quick list of items because like we could sit here and pretend to roll and all this sort of stuff. But like you guys are literally in the greatest treasure hoard um, in the expanse. So mm. like, why are we pretending that there isn't valuable shit here? Yeah. yeah, I was just wondering because like he's been here for a while. And what did he decide or discover that was interesting? Yeah, absolutely. Well, those are some of the items that he had sort of on his little bandolier on his belt, stuff like that. So I'm still throwing treasure in the tower. Great. Yeah. And dude, a skunk must've just like blasted somebody right outside my window. (laughs) And Zashir is just like, literally if he had like a cartoon shovel, he'd just be like (laughs) hurling it all into the tower or like a cat, like going through litter. Oh, even better. Yes. Yeah. Like a dog digging digging a hole, like just right between the legs. Yeah. (laughs) Every now and then you hear, (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll start like really putting my weight to help it out and, and yeah. tossing treasure in, keeping an eye on Balin and just trying to get this thing full. Yeah. And all the while, well, you know, if I see an item that is might help somebody fly, if I get can clock something like that, just try and get one of those for each of us just to make things a little easier. And 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 I'll make note to the group, uh, you know, try not to inspect individual things too much. We can always sort through this later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, think, um, I continue sorting. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, Docs, and you're you're looking for like liquor bottles, wine bottles. Oh yeah, anything to drink. That's why I'm here. Yeah, and you're finding like heaps of them, and there's 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 potions like just everywhere. You find another potion of uh, any of this, like, any of them have like an interesting like uh, seal on them. Not that you see yet. But you're keeping an eye out while these people are, are tossing treasure in. And and Balin is kind of doing this. He's he's not necessarily helping you guys load the treasure, but he himself, he's he's looking through um, everything as well. We'll go ahead and down a couple uh, nice looking potions. Absolutely. Yeah, one of them like turns your skin into bark and you get a nice little like boost to your AC and you got little like nice leaves like, you know, kind of um, growing out of you uh another one um wow yeah you drink one potion and uh go ahead and roll a d6 one and all of a sudden you are oh so i guess you're dead 14 years younger how old is docs yeah that's a good yeah, question I, w- I would be uh like in my 20s at that point yeah yeah are you a so, baby now I, i'd be like yeah like in my prime <laughs> yeah docs you're 14 years younger everybody's looking at you and like you get a little bit more vitality your hair looks like better and younger um all of the knowledge i have now that's pretty dope <laughs> yeah docs stop drinking potions you're going to you're going to turn yourself into a baby <laughs> this is why i'm here franco i need to i need to find it find what to drink you just, you've had many drinks. I will buy you dr- a drink when we get back. I need this drink. And I just continue looking. Yeah. And I'm, I'm shoveling, uh, not really paying too close of attention to what I'm, what I'm tossing in. But if there is any instruments or anything like that. Uh, oh, yeah. Tons of instruments. Pan flutes, regular flutes. Oh. There's like a brass horn. Oh. There's some drums. Take oh. a pick. What, do you want to haul it all out? Yeah, it's all going uh, in the tower. Yeah, tower's okay. big. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take the pan flute though. Uh, I'm keeping that separate. I'm gonna pocket that. Um, but the other stuff I can toss in. Yeah, no problem. Easy. Yeah, you guys are just literally heaping this into the tower. No problem. That's the plan. You know and- what? I wonder. Th- th- this might make things easier, everyone. And I pull my chanter out. Or actually, I'm gonna use that new pan pipe flute. Yeah, pan flute. Um, and I'm gonna try to play that that uh, gravity song and see if see if we can get this treasure. Oh in. fuck yes! Roll me a d20. All right, that's dope. <laughs> Oops, that was not in the. Am I adding anything to it? Your charisma performance or? Yeah, sure. Performance. Okay. Twenty six. <laughs> Suddenly, the treasure 
and and everybody you start to feel a little, a little light in your shoes and you're like and you like change it a little bit you like drops one note out of the melody and you bring it back and the treasure is just sort of expands in this room and you and somebody like reaches out and touches a goblet and it just dances across and it's and it, and it's like everything is just sort of lifted it's sort of like exploded sort of outwards a little bit making it even easier to kind of tell what's what out of the corner of my mouth i say get it in now <laughs> yeah and just like Zashir literally can just like walk and just like heap whole like you know piles of treasure into the into the tower no problem yeah i'm i'm going to that's what i'm i'm doing that and docks like right in front of you as you're sort of looking you're exploring this you know you you keep finding potions and wines and liquors and all this sort of things and then sort of in front of you like 10 20 feet or so it just seems to be floating amidst other stuff is this weird like metal sort of leaden looking bottle and it has a brass stopper I grab it grabs yeah okay you grab it you look at it and it just looks like somebody beat the shit out of this thing like with a with with like a metal bat or something it's all dinked up and on top of this brass stopper is imprinted a a five-pointed star and balen sees you and he goes docs docs dot that's that's mine is it because (laughs) this is what i came for i recognize this Okay. I pull out my bottle opener. <laughs> Docs, do you know what you're getting into here? Okay. Yeah. Because I I really need that. It's this is enlightenment. This is this is everything. I will be completely free after this. This is where it hits the fan. Where <laughs> <laughs> things are gonna get real interesting. And he's like, look. That's that's not enlightenment, Docs. It's not enlightenment. It's it's a being. Do you know what that is? Whatever it is, I'll take its place. It's well, okay. You can do that, but I should be the one to open it. But what if I can't drink it if I don't open it? No, 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 no. There's nothing. No, there's nothing to drink. Docs. Oh, I, I need to drink it. Docs. This is what I'm here for. <laughs> okay. And and you kind of see like Balin's hand like the uninitiated, maybe you wouldn't have seen anything, but you've been traveling with Balin a little bit. And you see his hand like it's fidgeting and you know he's quicker than most. And he's you can sense the self-control sort of unraveling before your very eyes. And he's like, Docs, just no, that is my ticket home. Stop it. Stop Put the corkscrew it. into the top and try to pull it out. I um I'm gonna close the tower and move towards the elevator. <laughs> Okay. And as soon as that that uh cork pops up, Balin, he just charges at you, Docs, and he's like, I'm not gonna let you screw up my ticket home. And he tries to like lunge at you to like get that from I you. try to drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roll me a roll me a deck. See if you can get it open before Balin can like slap this thing out of your hands. If there's a way I can help him, like maybe diving for Balin's feet or something, I would do that. Okay. Roll with advantage then. I motion to Franco to join me on the elevator. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm I'm headed on over as well. <laughs> and I and I and I tell Franco, why don't we just see how this plays out before we decide what we should do? It seems like a good plan. You've got the treasure, yes? Just right here in the tower. Well, let's enjoy the show. All right. <laughs> Uh, even with advantage, that's an eight. <laughs> Alan lunges at you and you've got the corks grow in it. And he just, he, but, but Connie gets in the way. He can't do anything other than knock that thing out of your hands. It clatters to the ground. It sounds like a freaking, um, like a metal. It sounds like a metal bottle hitting the ground boom, and you can hear something in it. It's not empty, but it's not necessarily you would, full I, either. I, I need to drink this. <laughs> and he's like, docs, docs, you don't get it. Stop. That's mine. Everything else is yours. I don't care about anything else. Just please, you don't understand. And he's like scrabbling towards it on the ground. He's Time like to crawling. punch him. Yeah, punch him. That is 14 and uh, seven. <laughs> misses. Misses. And he grabs the bottle and he scrambles away and he holds up his hand. He's cradling at his hand like a football. And he's just like, stop, stop, stop. You can drink it. You can drink it. 
Okay. I open it, Docs. And he pulls it open. Okay. And just like smoke wafts out of this this bottle and it's it's alive and it coils around your your feet docks and it wafts around the room it sort of emanates over connie and you feel sort of like immeasurable power in a way and it's and it's thrumming and it's alive and there's music in it and electricity and and right in the center of the room emanates a sort of a it, it seems shapeless at first and then suddenly it looks almost uh like a man a little bit and there before you it's a spirit of of, of wind and intellect it's a genie <sighs> and you just see the relief on balan's face and this genie you know he looks around suddenly and he's like who put me in there and he like Suddenly he looks at Docs and Docs is like, you know, I don't know. You guys were sort of scrabbling for this thing. I mean, he, I don't know. He, he doesn't necessarily take you as a threat. He looks over at Zashir and he sees the, the bangle. He moves over to Connie and he sees Connie was sort of, and everything is still sort of floating in the air. And he just like emanates this blast of wind from his hands and sort of clears the treasure out of the way. And you see, Franco, he looks at you for a moment and something flashes through his eyes. His eyes dart to the, the sword on your hip back to you. And he says, it was you. It was you, wasn't it? You put me in that flask. I do not think so. I've never put a single being in any flask. I back away from Franco. Believe me, I've, <laughs> this it, is not within the my realm of power. <laughs> I can do many things, but I've never... <laughs> Done these. Close, close, close. And he's like, that sword, though. That sword. This sword, yes. How dare you? How dare you flash your blade at me, you tiefling scum? Wow, we are getting very personal already. I've just met you. This sword maybe has a history with you. It was here long ago, as I've been told. That sword. They Sucked a wish right out from my lungs for that sword. Oh, oh, yes. That was some tribes people very long ago. I think they are all dead now, but maybe alive again because things are weird upstairs. And Balin, he goes, uh, he goes, Sadim, the, the Sadim, the magnanimous Sadim, the superior. And he whirls around on sort of his wispy, incorporeal sort of smoky legs. And he's like, I should have known Balin was involved somehow. And he goes, yes, I know it took some time. And there were some hangups. Turns out Khan little craftier than we thought, Sadim. little craftier than we thought. And I blame you for that one. But Balin's here to solve the problems. You're out of the flask. And, well, I want the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. It was a mistake. And Sadim, the genie, he's just like, mistake it was Balin. i could have told you i did tell you as much when i brought you here i motioned to everyone else to join me on the elevator <laughs> and sadim snaps his fingers the elevator rendered unusable and he goes no 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 none of you are leaving unfounded all right well ploy over he was a good one. I thought we were going to make it. I know. I really thought we were going to get out of this. <sighs> I'm wrapping myself up with Balin and start reaching for the flask. What you're trying to move towards him? E. Absolutely. You're sort of inching towards him, and Balin says, "Sadim, I've had it. Send me home, one piece, no conditions. Or I swear to God, you're next." Sadim snaps his fingers. Balin's gone. The flask hits the ground. Now you guys are in a room. There's a genie, iron flask on the ground, and Sadim says, Now, I've had it with you all meddling in my affairs. 
I, we were not aware we were meddling in, in anyone's uh, affairs. We were simply recovering these uh, lost fortune. He says, by all means, take your fortunes and go. Oh, great. All right. Well, Sounds then, like a uh, plan. But no one the... touches the flask. Pick up the flask. Well, uh-oh. <laughs> to, be honest, to be honest, you can have him. <laughs> We're just going to go. I think he wants to Bye. drink you. And Sadim, he begins just raging and his, his the, the, the sort of color of his skin, the hue of his skin begins to fluctuate wildly. And it goes from like this light blue to this dark green to this scarlet red to black and all around until he's radiating this like octarine color, like this, this magical and tangible color. And he says, you put me down or you're next. And he's pointing at Doc's. I'll take a big drink. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You hold the flask up to your mouth and it's just like this sort of intangible, this incomprehensible sort of magic flows into your, to your mouth. And all of a sudden, you're, it's like you can sort of see and hear and understand lots of things that are happening in this room. I knew um, it. This is enlightenment. I'm there. And you can hear, you can hear sort of like Connie, just like Connie's sort of some of her instincts and these things. They're on edge. They're running wild. You hear Franco, like a, uh, there's, there's some sort of color of Franco in there that's that's all about just like, get me the fuck out of here. Zashir's is 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 like this almost alien primeval instinct to get out of here but there's another thing you sense too other than sadim and it's this sort of wild primal dark and it is it's angry and it's and it's pulsating there and it's in franco's hand and you can tell docs it does not like sadim it does not like him at all well this feels right uh, do you want that destroyed i'll destroy it and i'm gonna try to grab the sword and break it oh okay yeah my sword yeah yes <laughs> let's I'm... get like uh hold on <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy i mean yeah no let's d- dm tell us what we have to do what are you doing when you see docs he's like yeah i'll i'll destroy that for you i did docs no you will not touch my sword and i hold it away i go to grab it okay and unless you're trying to do something else, Franco, we're gonna have like a dex roll off. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Well, give me a give me a contest here. Is is uh, Kriliak still snoozing? Oh God, yeah. Hmm. Ooh. So sure, uh, should I go wake him up? So sleight of hand, or how do we want to do this? I don't think we need to. Let's add just to do. This. Well, I mean, yeah. If you have like a sleight of hand, that kind of makes sense to me. We can. I can take. Um, Kind of any sort of dex related the sleight of hand feels good. I'd say acrobatics feels good. Straight dex roll feels good. So whatever Franco you want to add to that, you add to that. Doctor, yeah, you I'll want just to add, add my dex. Okay, got no proficiency. Non natural twenty. Eighteen plus three dex for twenty one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Docs moves in, <laughs> and you sense like the physicality of his monk training. And Franco, it's like almost before you can react, the sword itself whoosh, jerks your hand backwards, and Docs like sort of loses his balance. He's off guard. And I think I think with that, with the with the knowledge that Docs has like tried to take it, tried to do something. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna thunderstep again away from here. Yeah. On, on just like the other side of the room, uh, leaving uh, Docs in the wake of that th- thunder step. So, yeah, Constitution saving throw, Docs. Sixteen. Sixteen. That will make it. You only take half damage. Uh, oh, it's so Constitution. Okay, okay. not yeah. not Dex. Damn, because <laughs> I could just <laughs> negate it if it was Dex. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still the same number then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sixteen damage, and then half of that as I teleport to the other side of the room wield my sword and I'm looking a little worried. Yeah, rightfully so. And Zadim just has a laugh. He's like, yes, docs. Yes, docs. Destroy that sword if you want true enlightenment. I'm going to be honest. I don't give a shit about any of this. (laughs) We've got most of the treasure in the tower, correct? 
Is that right? Is this year? Not most of it, but I, we've, have, we've done quite enough. We're, we're packed up and ready to go. <laughs> uh, Sadim, yeah. why, uh, light this elevator up. Come on, let's go. Yeah, it looks There's like no... uh, Docs and Franco are going to fight. <laughs> I'm going to drink one of the potions that I have that I got earlier. Yeah. Uh, I got a sense of invisibility from it. You did. Cool. Uh-oh. I'm going to just down one of those. <laughs> you are invisible. Fantastic. You see Sadim's gaze just look at you and he's like, yes, yes. Do I get the sense that he knows where I am? Sadim can tell, but he's yeah. also like kind of uninterested. Cool. Is there, does, so without the elevator, does there appear to be another way out of here? You'd have to look. I'm You'd looking to look. Yeah. And docs, you're continually sort of flooded with this sort of enlightenment that you are feeling before you're continually sort of flooded um and you can tell like when franco disappears in sort of like a thunderbolt like all of a sudden this the sense that you were getting from him and the sense you were getting from the sword it 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 dissipates it weakens and you can't hear it or 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 understand it in and it's sort of in the background while the rest of these feelings and, and, and thoughts sort of are howling in the frontal lobe of your mind. And what's more is, is with the sword out of range, you're sort of now sensing Sidim's thoughts and emotions and things a little bit more. And one of the things you get a real sense for, Docs, is that like this is like a sick game to Sidim. And to him, it has like less than no stakes right like to him he's watching like he's watching like a board game unfold with the sick satisfaction of knowing that like whatever happens almost has like no bearing on his life sensing this i'm going to throw that arrow i picked up at him at sadim fuck i will take what you have to reach my enlightenment <laughs> challenging a genie i love it yeah you throw this arrow so let's get a dex uh check or like a dex uh, would an arrow attack. be a monk weapon to throw it like why not <laughs> sure cool <laughs> He's probably the, not expecting this either. You're think, enlightened, bro. I think, <laughs> I think in the hands of a monk, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and, yeah. and he's it's definitely not expecting this, right? This is out there. Oh, in the field yeah, for him. He had no idea. Yeah. Advantage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> why not? So that is going to be 24. <laughs> yeah, dude. So you're like looking for Franco and he's gone and you kind of pull this arrow sort of holding it close and you turn around and you throw it dude just like you're just like your motherfucking oliver queen dude um <laughs> you know the green arrow holy shit so let's see if he saves and i don't think that even with his stat block he oh holy shit he rolled a 15 and he 17 yeah 17 (laughs) Uh, (laughs) go ahead and roll 6d 10 Ooh, yeah i'm reading this now and this is cool 39 holy shit you do 39 damage to this being and the arrow it cuts through him as though he were paper and you see his sort of wispy smoky in uh, corporeal form open up as this arrow slices through him and he's like you fool and you hear the words both in your mind and through your ears and he's like how dare you and he's like you hold the flask you fool power could be yours and he's like almost now pleading with you because while watching these things sort of unfold meant less than nothing now they're happening to him they mean a little bit more (laughs) you're glimpsing and he's just sort of like he his like legs sort of manifest where they were once like wispy sort of tendrils of air and mist. Now he's got legs and he's like on the ground. I have to take from you to get what is in here. So I'm going to do that. And he says, yes, yes, name it. And it's yours. I want what you have. And I think the only way to get it is to kill you. <laughs> and he's like, you fool, you fool. <laughs> And he's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. He, 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 there's not much he can do to plead if you want to take it from him. 
Um, we might have to roll initiative. All right. All right. Well, it appears. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm not getting out of here unless I fight a fucking genie. All right. Well, I just wondered. I could have been gone. Should have hit the elevator when I was by myself. But here we are. I'm saying this out loud to myself, and you guys can all probably hear. But oh um, yeah, <laughs> this is absolutely bullshit. Uh, I'm gonna draw my sword, my katana, <clears throat> and uh, I will ready myself. Yeah. What's our What's our initiatives here? Eleven. Eighteen. Uh, Nineteen. Twenty. Wow! Everybody rolled good, including Sadim. Zashir, you're first, and 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 you hear. Like while he's trying to plead with Docs, he's like, "You fool! He, you fool!" And he turns to Connie, and he's like, "The flask, get the flask, and it's all yours. Anything you want." Um, do I still have the haste? That was only a minute. Yeah, I would say it probably. So it's probably off. done. You yeah. probably dealt with your little stunned effect. I think. And everything I too. think we filled okay. the tower. The, in the ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, well, then I'm gonna run up to him, and I'm gonna, uh, you know, give myself um advantage. First attack. I'm not taking a negative or anything. Just a advantage right. attack. That is going to be a 22. That is a hit. Sweet. That is going to be 13 damage. And then I'm going to attack again. <clears throat> and um, this one, I'll, I'll take a I'll take a negative five on. Uh, that's going to be a 17. A 17 is a miss. Damn it. Okay. All right. That's my turn. Okay. Can I can I just say one thing? I'm holding the flask with my left-handed glove. <laughs> Damn I'll it. I'll allow it. Oh, yeah. I'll allow oh, it. Thank that you. is that <laughs> is very good. That is really good. I was thinking about it. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Good job, Zashir. Now it's Franco's turn. Ah, Franco. While they were talking, would I have been able to cast some spells on myself during that time? Why not? Yeah, you were invisible. They didn't see you. Kind of like took a took a place to hide. I've got three spells I want to have cast on myself. That may be too many. You cast them, all three of them, but your invisibility breaks after. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so a level two armor of Agathis, a level two blur. And a level two mirror image. <laughs> uh, and I, I think like I hid in some treasure. And so just this, or, uh, Franco just pops out with the sword, you know, cold armor on four copies of himself, each of them blurry and impossible to see. He is yeah. just just, yeah, a cloud of, of uh, you know, magic man. And I wanted to just make a, a line straight for this genie and just cut him with the sword. Do it. Yeah. Arrow and the sword. I think we got this. <laughs> uh, 16 to hit. That's a miss. Ooh. Oh, but did you get your bonuses and everything from? Uh, plus your... two on the sword. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, did, I did add Still that too. Um, so yeah, just kind of like jump out of the treasure and, and come down and, and just miss completely, but just ready myself and all my blurry illusions, you know, ready themselves yeah. as well. And so, yeah. This sword doesn't like you, and neither do I. Uh, what yeah. did What did you roll? Uh, eight, uh, sixteen you total. Sixteen, yeah. Okay, and that's my turn as I ready myself. Okay, and all my non concentration spell glory. Yeah, and you just feel the hatred for this creature just burning in your hand, your sword hand. It's Good. thrumming. It's alive. It feels as though you aren't. This isn't you like wielding a sword against a monster. No, this is you going into battle with like a long time partner and ally. Yeah, um, I think my like eyes are giving off like a golden glow like the sword does even. Yeah, for sure. Connie. Yeah. Pulling out the trusty chanter and I'm going to toot 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 and out comes an acid arrow. Hopefully okay. uh, I'm casting it at third level. We'll see what happens here. And 17 to hit. That is a miss. Can I use my Bardic Inspiration on myself? Uh, as a bonus action, I can add a D8. As a bonus action? Yeah, it says as a bonus action. Oh, wait. A creature other than myself. So maybe yeah. not. 
Yeah. Okay. All hard right. To, hard to inspire yourself with your own songs. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't You're know. I, I pump myself up. <laughs> In that case, uh, Acid Arrow is probably going to be it. And where where is this genie in relation to me? I was looking for an exit before this. Yeah. I mean, in that case, like, you know, you've had like Zashir and Franco kind of opposite you. Mm-hmm. Then the genie is like, yeah, I don't know, 20 feet away. And you're okay. on the other side of the room. Like you were looking for a way out. Is there, are there any piles of treasure near me? Yeah. Tons of them. Okay. Yeah. And your gravity song has, has sort of worn off, but I kind of figured, yeah, but yeah it's, there's treasure everywhere um i know well okay uh i think i'm just going to duck for now i'm gonna stay put yeah okay no problem now it's the genie's turn and he says you fools you fools unlimited power can be yours you'd but have to name it and he like snaps his fingers and you know it's like everybody gets a little taste of something that they've wanted you know franco it's like you have like the legitimate like adoration of like people who respect your expertise on these on these items and you have just like this treasure it sort of granted you like just a a a catalog a wealth of items that no other dealer like you could ever hope to have and zashir you have the adoration of your your ex-tribesmen and all the other bedouin tribesmen and specifically the other leonin that left you behind and you you get a glimpse of just like your bangle being like removed and you being restored to like your your rightful place among the tribesmen docs you already have enlightenment you you feel that just coursing through you even stronger but the other feeling you get as the genie snaps his fingers in this sort of illusion this like pulse of energy plays out is is the fact that like he is really the master of everything that you can see touch smell hear and taste in this world and though you feel slightly more immune to it than the others the more that you're in his presence the more you begin to feel the pieces of this puzzle go together and you're hearing you're hearing Balin talk about what's real and what's not real and suddenly docs you do get true enlightenment in the sense that you are aware that you are an illusion, but the world is itself an illusion. And that's the only fact that matters because being, being that way means that the illusion is as real to you as anything real could possibly be. And it doesn't matter, Docs. And you feel like a dreamer who has awoke within this world with this new sort of just the weight of you know expectation the weight of like every cultural sort of imparted piece of wisdom on your shoulders is lifted and it's it's like the world is a blank slate waiting for you to to paint on it in my mind i I, matrix yeah it's very (laughs) matrix in my mind i think well it's time to put out this candle and start a new one oh shit Connie, you also get a, a feeling similar to the other ones that you had. You you get the feel, the adoration of the wealthy in twilight and the people filling the taverns and the people flocking into theaters to hear you perform and tell tales of bravery and of treasure and triumph and all of these things. And now everybody needs to make a wisdom saving throw, except for Docs. Uh, 10. <clears throat> 19. Natural 20 minus one. Okay. Connie? That would be a nine. Connie and Zashir are overcome with these feelings and these illusions, and they become a little bit more real to you. And Zashir, it's like you are um, sort of stricken. I don't know. You know, you're sort of stricken by, you know, th- this, this, these feelings that he's feeding you. Same with you, Connie. And it's going to make fighting a little difficult until you can break free of it. Um, but doesn't the bangle mean that I can't be like enchanted or like induced with any kind of like hypnotic state? Yes. Hmm. 
<laughs> I just want to remind you your rules. Right. Just throwing wrenches. <laughs> just throwing wrenches just now. You said I could do this. I, I I mean just you know obviously it's 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 your item so whatever I mean if it yeah I just wanted to bring that up to whatever no and it's a oh. really good point but Sadim okay. yeah it, it unfortunately doesn't work I will say okay, this you fine. can you can roll ooh, with ooh, advantage ooh. if you'd like to re-roll okay yeah and, I will allow that okay cool that brings up a good point I'm I'm wearing a shield bracelet which adds a five to my saving throw. Was it your saving throw or was it AC? What was it? Oh, it it depends on what's being thrown at me. Uh, My reroll was a 19. Sashir, you're fine. Connie, roll your, (laughs) add your fucking plus five. So bastard. So if I had a nine, (laughs) I I, I now have a 14. Not enough. Okay. Um, But that's one of my, one of my six charges. It was a valiant effort. Connie is the only one who might not be able to muster a fighting spirit next uh, next their turn. But we go back to the top of the order. It's Zashir's turn. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to uh, use my last use of fighting spirit. I'm going to roll with advantage on these next attacks, and I'm going to take a negative five on this one. Do it. I'm trying to do max damage, baby. Come on. Don't F me. That's a 19. Yeah, that's a hit. Yes. All right, and that is going to be uh, 21 damage. <clears throat> and then I'm going to take a negative five on this next one as well. Sure. That was a mistake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not going to hit. It was a 13, so. Oh, bummer. Oh, well, 21 damage. I'll take it. Would have been a hit without a minus five. Too Shut bad. up. <laughs> okay, good job, Zashir. It's now Franco's turn. Franco. Uh is just gonna imbue this this magical sword with some green flame blade and attack. Do it. Uh, am I am I flanking in a way that would grant me advantage with uh, with Sashir? Yeah, why or not? I, I put mean, myself in that in that position. Like Docs is there and too. Docs as well. Yep, yep. That's eighteen to hit. That's a hit. Okay. And I think I told you against air spirits and oh, the genie yeah. is one. You get to roll an extra damage dice cool very nice uh 21 uh 20 damage total as uh Woo! green flame spurts out of this and and just cuts into him just yeah oh you yeah. know it's it's the mini mini versions of franco and they're all just, just slicing and just one of those cuts yeah deep. where you have sort of felt your sword like be wishy-washy and un like unattentive if that's a thing that a sword mm-hmm. can be like you feel your sword trying to hit Sadim just as much as you are and your strike lands yeah and you have your green your green flame blade spell activated and your sword cuts through and Sadim just like you hear him shrieking and howling and he's like, you fools take the flask and wish, wish everything. uh, Everything I want is right here. And the the only thing the sword wants is you. (laughs) Oh shit. Yes. Connie, you need to roll me a wisdom save first. Okay. Uh, Okay. And it's a saving throw. Correct. Okay, another nine. You, unfortunately, are enjoying this vision that he set you up with even more. And it's like it's becoming more real, like with every passing moment. And it's like there you are and you're playing your chanter and you're not you've never missed a note like you're never missing those. You've never played this well before in your life. And it's amazing. I feel like it. it I am the Connie is literally playing the chanter and in Connie's mind is doing the performance of a lifetime, but anybody who can pay attention outside hears absolute garbage, broken <laughs> cord, like yeah. nothing sounds right for sure. That really sucks. And now it's Sadim's turn and he is going to try and hit. Uh, he's going to try and hit docs. You don't want to try and hit me. There's so many of me to hit. Okay. 
and he summons these sort of magic energies and he hurls a blast of energy at you, Docs. Does a 16 hit? Oh, for sure. Okay. Well, do I still have that bark thing that for, that I drink? Yes. How much did that give me? Two plus two. I would have 15. Yes. <laughs> and then he hits you for another 18. Oh, shit. And he does 20 damage to you, Docs. Ooh. But you clutch the flask in your left hand with the glove of ungrippable whatever. Um, and so you don't lose it. Is, is that considered a ranged attack? Uh, it is, but he is like within melee of you. You've been duking it out. So, uh, Does my deflecting missile thing work at all? I don't know. What does deflecting missile thing say? I mean, what did he throw? Was it magic or it was magic? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's really funny watching Rhett's face drop whenever we go, yeah, but what about this? And he just goes, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> And it's always something he gave us. I Yeah, I know. I know. And it's like, hey, you remember that thing you gave me? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I love like all of these little things that we get to use that are just like coming up really clutch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, coming up real clutch right now. <laughs> just throwing it right back at him. I've been hanging on to those invis- invisibility potions for a while. I think I got those the first session we played. I'm like, you know what? What's going was on? that down in Gideon's place? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that was our first little like roll to see what treasure we get. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like this shield bracelet because it's all dependent on how they try to hurt me. Uh, what dictates, we discover dictates the, the bonus I get. Uh, we were just um, all celebrating your DM style and how you give us items that you forget about. And then we <laughs> pull them out and just waste <laughs> whatever's coming at us uh so deflect missile says when hit by a ranged attack so if that's a ranged attack reduce the damage by 1d10 plus 10 it is in, like a ranged spell attack in, in the book it's a ranged weapon attack okay yeah okay i'm gonna trust alex on this one because i think he wants just to pulling win up all too, these but... questions about like deflecting magic missile and spells and for sure it says sure, from yeah. the book yeah it was just something i wanted to clarify and find out so now yeah, nah, worthy worthy effort in my opinion um, yeah, maybe saving 20 damage and it's yeah. worth worth asking a question yeah, yeah and, and deflecting and yeah. i could actually throw it back which would be really neat but, that oh, would man. be dope okay we are to the top of round three it is the shears um, turn imagine doing that with the arrow <laughs> right <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna uh, attack again uh am i flanking do i have advantage yeah we've de- we've decided that decided you all are yeah flanking so you're all flanking. Wailing okay. on this, dude. All right. So, and I'm just going to do a regular attack. Uh, oh, sweet. They were both the same. Uh, it's 21 to hit. That is a hit. Okay. <laughs> uh, and that's going to be 10 damage. <clears throat> and then I'm going to attack again. And that is going to be uh, uh, 25 to hit. That is a hit. And that's going to be 8 damage. So 18 total damage. Wow, well done. And you can sense that Sadim is growing weaker and he's just like growing, you know, more meek as your sword blows just tear into his blue flesh. Franco. <laughs> Franco. He's going to spin around and uh, try and slash at him. He does a new, a new move this time, but it's the same green flame blade attack. Yeah, but it looks cooler. It looks so <laughs> much cooler. Uh, 24 to hit. That is a hit. And I'm going to finally get the dice right. I have, I've load, I've rolled the lower dice. I've rolled D6s on when I'm supposed to be D8s. This time I'm going to do it the oh. right way. Okay, good. Don't forget to take your free extra damage dice. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's all coming through. Uh, so 21 total. Oh. And he's just, he's, Franco's just like in tune with the, the weapon and the magic and just all these spells cast on top of each other. Uh, he's, he's not thinking, you know, about anything else other than this, this fight right in front of him. Yeah. And it works because you sweep around and with a powerful backhanded blow, your sword screams, you hear it. It's screaming. It was singing, but now it's screaming in your ears and your blade makes contact with Sadim's 
neck and chest and it slashes and it plunges deep into the heart of Sadim and he falls to his knees and he's clutching at your sword and his hands turn bloody and his blood and his his life's blood is draining out of this hole and it's coming out of his hands as he clutches your blade and he says you fools you fools the world was yours and now and he dies with his last sort of magical breath all of this energy all of these these dreams and emotions and things waft out into the world and you guys get this just overwhelming flood of of triumph and sadness and all of these conflicting things at once um and Sadim is, is dead. All right. Well, who wants some corn? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, first off, Docs. And I point my sword at Docs. Do you still want this sword or are we done with that? Uh, I drink from the flask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Docs, you have everything. You, you drink from it again, but it doesn't change what you knew. You were, you were connected there for a moment to Sadim. And the sword... It's meaningless to you. It's it's it'll cut your flesh if you let it, but it's it will. It's worthless. Yeah, it's not I, real. You're I not just real. Uh, sit down, cross legged, and hang out. Uh, yeah, I want to start trying to find a way out of here. Um, does the elevator yeah. work again? It works. It works again. Sweet. Okay. Uh, I go up. Yes, let's go. <laughs> uh, are are we leaving Kiliak down here, or or should we at least put him up? In the desert, so the desert can have its way. Well, it's nomad rules. Right. It's where we found him. Okay. So it's so it's wherever you, you just leave leave it there. It's not. I mean, if we pick him up, we might wake him up, and that's a whole problem. And you yeah, don't want to do that, so uh, we'll that's, just that's leave true. him here. All right. All right. Okay. I'm ready. Do you guys have enough treasure, though? I mean, like, you vanquished Genie. There's a shadow spirit. Like you could do something with shadow spirit, and then you, you know guys what? have unlimited time to like yeah. do this. You, or you, you could leave. You, you know what? My 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 pockets aren't full. I, I think I'd like to. <laughs> All right, then yeah, I'll 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 stuff my pockets with with more yeah. gems. Can, okay. do, do we I have room in sure. that tower still, Zashir? Yes. Yes, I still have a tower. No, no, no. Do we have room in the tower still? Yeah, um, for sure. Probably. Like, this okay, thing let's was like get it all. 40 let's get it all. feet tall on the inside. Yeah, let's let's open like, it back up and let's right. shove and treasure back in there. Yeah, fine, fine. and I'm 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 playing the gravity song again to aid. Okay, well done. <laughs> you guys can take as much time as you want hauling this treasure into this um into this tower. Docs, you have what you came for, which is enlightenment. You realize yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go upstairs and I'm going to set up my still and I'm gonna, I'm just going to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't because there <laughs> is nothing like there. Like how, how many of you are familiar with like Morrowind lore, yeah. you know, like docs has achieved what they call in Morrowind keem, which is like, it's like the ultimate enlightenment that like docs has realized that like the world is meaningless. It's fake. He's fake, but he's fine with that because he could still live this life of just like unburdened with, you know, the expectation of like having to survive, having to like cut throats to make it, having to like trample on people. So, Docs, you do whatever you want. The rest of you guys, you're throwing treasure into this thing. And I feel safe. Like, you're not going to be able to fit it all in there, but I feel safe in saying like you could get like half of it stacked in there oh fantastic yeah sweet yeah and it's not going anywhere you know where it is oh yeah, yeah. Let's, we do that well docs uh, uh yeah. so, so so you're gonna stay here I'll, I'll i'll have a special song for you for sure yeah that sounds great you know what connie <laughs> you're not real <laughs> neither am i uh, well i'd say it's been fun but docs you're kind of weird now and so uh i will bid you adieu have fun not existing <laughs> i'm gonna go join my pride <laughs> i uh i assume i'll be back to gather the rest of the things do you need anything from the twilight 
I have everything I need here. Mm. I'll find something for you. You come back. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Connie, what about you? Uh, There are still more adventures to be told and songs to write. uh, Maybe with these people, maybe uh, other people I tag team. But yeah, I'm going to go home and I'm going to take my my share of the treasure. And um, yeah. I'm looking for the next group if if this one is dispersing, which apparently with Docs, you know, Docs is dispersed. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go uh, dispersed join all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, yeah. we aren't entering that arboretum anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are able to look out this sort of transparent barrier. You're able to see when the winged basilisks like give up and go somewhere else you're able to maybe send out one or two of you guys to try and wrangle up the the camel if you want to try and get it back for the um uh the tribe you're able to restock up on as much water as you need and like getting back to twilight is going to be its own adventure but it's going to be one that we don't listen in on um because you all have have accomplished what i set out for you all to do and whether you all make it or not, that is that is a tale for a, a, another storyteller to to touch base on. But you provision up, saddle up, Connie, Franco, and Zashir head across the desert, making your way the best you can back to safety with literally incalculable incalculable wealth. This treasure is enough that none of you have to work again and you went from having a like a five-way split with Balin to a four-way split when he gave it up to now a three-way split because docs is like too good for it i guess <laughs> nice and and the best of all you know where the treasure is if you want to come back like this is like your fucking count of monte cristo shit when you want to come out here and die for the treasure chest underneath like any time and as we pull away as our sort of lens sort of pulls back and we watch our the what remains for our newly formed adventuring party escaping across the expanse we we sort of pan back over and we see docs setting up for his like unencumbered life in the arboretum like replacing sadim maybe i don't i don't know what his plan is um <clears throat> but the camera closes in on the treasure room beneath the arboretum and it moves past jewel-encrusted goblets, finely woven tapestries, ever-sharpened swords, mithril armor, until we see but a common oil lamp sitting on an ivory pedestal. Looks an awful lot like a genie's lamp, if you were to believe the stories of the Bedouin nomads. And then our camera fades to black, and that is the end of Wealth Beyond Measure. You all have incalculable wealth, I hope that you enjoyed the journey through the Solishtar Expanse. I wish I could t- take you guys further, but there's really nothing else to tell. You all are princes in your own right now, assuming you make it back to Twilight, but even even not. The amount of wealth you carry. And nothing is real, so... <laughs> yeah, nothing is real. Grab your swords. And keep on adventuring. Oh, I have been your host and DM for this for this journey. The first one-shot campaign, Wealth Beyond Measure. Uh, it's been a pleasure. My name is Rhett. Joining me around the podcast table are... Caleb is Conrad Amberseeker. Milo is Docs. Uh, Alex as Franco, the wielder. And Zashir of the Iron Main Pride. Grab your sword and keep on adventuring. And that is the end of our thrilling tale. Wealth Beyond Measure. I can't thank you enough for attending us for eight whole chapters of this tale. I certainly appreciate it, and I know the inn at the end appreciates it. If you enjoyed this tale and want to support the operation here at the end, well, I know the innkeeper and the bard would appreciate it, and so would I. If you visited patreon.com slash inn at the end. Or perhaps you'd reserve your gratitude to a mere rating and review on your preferred podcast platform. 
Either way, we would be eternally grateful. Wealth beyond measure will not be back next week, but fret not, for our next tale begins. It is called Beyond the Boiling Sea and takes place in another exotic and thrilling world called Kamkala. We certainly hope to see you then, listener. Until then, grab your sword and keep on adventuring. Thank you.